Ask the beasts, and they will teach you, the birds of the air, and they will tell you, or the plants of the earth, and they will teach you, and the fish of the sea will declare to you. Who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? From the book of Job. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Almanaja Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for July 20th to 27th, 2012. We're into the new sturgeon moon, and here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Ramblers around town or along the shore these days soon discover fallen feathers of crows or gulls, other fowls of the air, gifts from the sky. This is molting season for adult avians, the time when old feathers are replaced by new, usually after brooding and while food is still abundant. If you're like me, it's hard to pass up a recently dropped feather. It's an exquisite treasure of natural design and construction, just begging to be taken home. Our fire chief and gifted amateur bird carver, Denny Robertson, was marveling the other day about the immensely complicated structure of even the simplest feather. Not only do they have a stem and veins like a leaf, but each separate vein has feathery edges so that they can lock together in flight. On owls, the leading edges of the wing feathers are soft and downy, allowing them to fly in silence. Ducks and seabirds have an oil gland which helps them groom their feathers, so water rolls off like a duck's back. A fallen feather taken home becomes a talisman tying us in with the rest of creation. Of course, native people have used feathers for ornamentation for millennia, but then again, so did Victorian ladies. And even my mother's generation wore feathery hats to church or traveling, although they didn't molt all that much. And while the adult birds are shedding, the young are fledging. We've been watching a crow's nest in the big sugar maple behind the town hall for a couple of months now, the adults faithfully feeding their fledglings for weeks. And then this past week, the end of their labors drew near. It was time for flying lessons in the orchard. Awkward, squawking youngsters bumbled about, trying out their new feathers, still white at the base. Flapping frantically, they careened from the oak tree into the branches of a lilac bush and then blundered into an apple tree, groaning and griping, but obviously elated, while their parents cawed their encouragement. And meanwhile, down behind the dam on the Millbrook, fledgling mallards paddled along behind their mothers, preening and looking over their shoulders, admiring their fluffy new coats. Here's a field and forest report. While the birds of the air are earning their wings, the beasts of the field and forest are sending their young forth to an uncertain future. It's heartbreaking to see how many young mammals become roadkill though we know that far more survive. If you hit an animal or see one in the road, couldn't you stop and put it off to the side in the long grass if it's dead? And if it's alive and might survive, 
contact your nearest animal rehabilitator. If it must be put out of its misery, a sharp blow to the head may suffice as the ultimate act of mercy. And then you will become a member of the Order of St. Francis who ministered to the birds and the beasts, and they all will honor you. Now here's a rank opinion. We're slowly remembering what the ancients knew well, that every creature is kin. We have relatives wherever we look and wherever we go. We never need be alone or lonely again. We are daily invited to one great wild family reunion. All we have to do is say yes to the invitation and start getting to know everyone again. Now, finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from Bernd Heinrich. We're social animals. We like to feel a part of something of beauty and power that transcends our insignificance. It can be a religion, a political party, a ball club. Why not also nature? And from Annie Dillard, we're here to witness the creation and to abet it. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>